0: Hello and welcome to Biting Into Healthcare with me, Miguel Stanley. Well, it's been a while since I've done one of these and uh, I try and stick to a regular schedule but um, it's not easy. Um, I've got a very busy practice here at the White Clinic and uh, last week I went to Copenhagen for a very big dental uh, meeting and before that I was in Cuxhaven in the north of Germany for another meeting and uh, just been very very busy uh, it's been uh, a lot of uh, a lot of work this year's been very exciting implementing a lot of new technologies here into the clinic um, in uh, early june uh, went to uh, sorry end of may end of may i went to london to a health optimization summit where i got to meet a lot of really interesting people around the areas of uh, healing technologies uh biohacking that's what you want to call it uh that's what they call it the application of science biology technology uh supplements etc that would uh, extend your lifespan very interesting stuff and i'll be uh, talking a bit more about that in uh, future podcasts but today i wanted to talk about something very basic very simple um And I spoke about it a lot over the past few uh, lectures that I've been talking about. And um, it's the importance of 3D scanning, 3D CBCT, which stands for Cone Beam Computed Tomography. It's a CT scan um, in dentistry versus a 2D film X-ray. And... You know, I've, I've been using this technology for 15 years now and many times I guess I overlook it and its importance and I want to just slow everything down a little bit and talk uh, in depth about this extraordinary technology and uh, I wanted to just explain why I think that um, currently... If you are suffering from any major ailment or any minor ailment that's taken away your energy, and uh, even, you know, after this pandemic, there's a lot of people that have um, just, they feel sapped, their energy seems to be gone. They were like, man, I was healthy, I had energy. And uh with or without the vaccine, with or without having caught it, uh, you know, there's a bunch of variations. So there's people that never caught it, got vaccinated, there's people that got vaccinated, never caught it, there's people that got vaccinated and caught it, and there's people that caught it and never got vaccinated. There's a bunch of things. And as a doctor, I have to uh uh listen to my patients and understand what's out there, and um but even regardless of that, there's just so many people that are complaining about being tired and being uh, exhausted and brain fog, chronic fatigue and a bunch of things. And I've really been looking into this, trying to figure out how I can help my patients heal a little bit more. And, you know, in a previous podcast, uh, is your dentistry, could your dentistry be silently killing you? I spoke a little bit about this and the importance of removing oral inflammation uh, from... The mouth, and uh, you can check out that podcast here uh, on my on my on my podcast that that episode here on my podcast. Um, and um, basically, um, what I what I started understanding is that there is a correlation between oral inflammation and systemic health. I'm not saying it's the only cause, but These things, you know, add up. So there's always uh, little bits here and little bits there. So it's like, you know, you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk very technical here because I know that there's a lot of patients uh, that listen to to this and not just doctors. So uh, uh, forgive me if the, if you are a doctor and my terminology isn't very high tech. uh, But basically, um, what I'm talking about is that, um, You know, we need to have better ways to diagnose oral inflammation, all right? Because just for the argument, uh, if you have any inflammation in the body, that's bad. Everybody agrees on that. And the more inflammation you have from different sources, all that information adds up and can lead to turbulence and interference in your systemic health. I don't think any doctor on earth would argue that, period. So the easiest ways to eliminate inflammation are diet, you know, uh, proper diet. Make sure you stay away from drugs and tobacco and alcohol. Have a healthy lifestyle. Get your rests. Try and sleep seven, eight hours a day. Get some deep sleep. Get some REM, some REM sleep in there. You know, stay hydrated, Uh, you know, mindfulness, meditation, sports, being happy, all these things uh, that you can do to try and stay healthy and, and focused and positive, which so many people do, but yet still they're like, man, there's something missing. And um, I think now we really need to start looking more at the mouth and, uh, and um, maybe some of the answers. I'm not saying, I'm not giving any guarantees. I'm just saying we're seeing evidence that there's a lot of answers lying in the mouth. And today's episode is on CBCT, cone beam computed tomography. Um, so this is a digital imaging technique or a medical imaging technique, and basically it grabs an X-ray, computed tomography, and it f- forms, you know, it's it's a it's a three creates a three D image. Um, the technology has been around for quite some time um the first time i think that this was 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 used uh you know the last, the last the last century but um you know x-rays have been around what for a hundred years but an x-ray the difference between an x-ray and a cbct is that an x-ray is a two-dimensional image of a three-dimensional body so of your skull right so what it will do um uh, it it is a um it is a you know you see the width and the height of things you don't see the depth of things and uh, in the late 90s dr yoshinoro arai from japan and piero Mozzo in italy they de- they developed the first combi computer technology for oral and maxillofacial uh, radiology the first systems entered the european market in 96 and then in the us in 2001 i acquired my first system in late 2007 early 2008 that means you know just by at that time i I don't think only one percent of dental clinics on earth had cbct technology so i very early on understood the importance of uh, this this technology um, as an implant surgeon, I found it fundamental to understand the width of the bone so I could best choose the ideal implant for an, uh, my, my patients. Little did I know that that would open the doors of digital dentistry and, you know, all the things that I get to do today. Um, but, you know, I've been using this diagnostic tool for 15 years. But I was using it for implant surgery, orthodontics, uh, oral surgery, complex diagnostics, but I wasn't really looking so much for inflammation and and these more minute sources of inflammation that can appear uh, in a CBCT, but not in an X-ray. Now, uh, like everything, it depends what you're looking for. And I guess, The analogy I wanted to bring to this discussion today or this little conversation I'm having here is that a CBCT is like uh, if you're ordering an Uber would be like a Tesla coming to pick you up, you know, so you pull out your app, you order a car to take you to the airport and a Tesla rocks up. A film x-ray is like you ordering an Uber and a donkey and a cart appearing. That's the disparity because we're looking at a 1900s technology versus a 2000 technology. It's like a hundred years apart, give or take a few decades. <laughs> and um, what I'm trying to say is that I still don't understand why so many dentists are stuck on using two-dimensional film to diagnose complex oral pathologies and why it's considered the gold standard uh, te- te- technology today to uh, analyze uh, success in so many complex interventions like a complex root canal treatment or uh, the success of an implant after a year or two or just so many things. I mean, in I use two dimensional X rays. We have digital panora- digital periapical X rays, which are the small uh, X rays. Uh, the small ones, uh, you know that, that you take from tooth, single tooth or bite wing X rays. I've been using digital periapical technology for 22 years, which is quite impressive in itself. Uh, little Portuguese dentist in late 1999 was already thinking about that. I don't. I, it's just I don't know why I did it. I can't. There was no plan. I just thought that, you know if I was going to suck at a dentist, as a dentist, because I didn't know if I was going to be good or not, let it at least not be because of my tools or my technology. So I've always invested in technologies. I've always been an early adopter of technologies, which means that I guess for a longer time, I've been thinking about this, which I think, and I hope, if you forgive me, would allow me a little bit of moral authority to talk about this subject. So, um, you know, you could ask why don't all dentists have three D CBCT in their practice as well? There's two major reasons. The, the primarily, the primary one would be cost. They're very expensive. These units can go anywhere between one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to two hundred, two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, depending on which one you want. I mean, the one we have here at the White Clinic is it's got a facial scanner. It's got um, uh, incredible technology. It's got something called metal artifact reduction technology, which reduces the noise if the patient has metal in their mouth so the image is more crisp and clear. Um, you know, so there's, there's these things can be quite expensive. Um, and, of course, um, there's no – it's not mandatory. So, unfortunately, today, a large majority, the large majority of dental clinics around the world – Including the USA and first world countries in Europe, and you know, uh, are still using and getting away with using two dimensional film x ray as the sole um, um, imaging technology for oral pathologies. And I I really think that that paradigm has to change. And it's not going to change if you leave it up to the dentist, because I'm sure many people would rather have a Tesla than have a CBCT technology in their clinic. And I have a very famous slide that I put on my, on my lectures when I'm lecturing, which is a, a, a photograph of a very expensive car. And, this, and the, the, the wording over the slide says, I would rather have, no, it's cooler to have good technology in your clinic than in your garage. And I think this is just a personal decision. I mean, it's left up to doctors. It's not mandatory. I, I, I presume it's mandatory for dentists to have an x-ray device, but some will have one for the entire clinic. And they're still using film x-rays with all of those chemicals and, you know, the, the toxins and the, the film that doesn't really have a long lifespan. That's why I've been using digital fil- digital x-rays for 22 years now. So it means that the files are digital and they, they, they last forever, which, of course, means that you can go back in time. I can see x-rays of my patients from 20 years ago. I have them on file. Um, and that's quite impressive. So, um, you know, if you're really looking at doing comparative studies between where a patient's tooth looks like today versus 10 years ago. You could only do that with digital. But again, 2D only gives you two dimensions of a three-dimensional entity, and the mouth needs to be seen three-dimensional. And CT scans, what they do is they do this 3D reconstruction, which I think is just imperative. You can see sectional cuts and longitudinal cuts, and you can see it all from different angles. And it really allows you to see things that you won't see in a film x-ray. Now, why am I doing this very brief podcast it's basically uh, I think that it's up to the patients and I think we need a little bit more awareness around this and uh, you need to start asking your dentist if they do not offer you a 3D CBCT uh, scan prior to initiating any complex oral surgery or any complex orthodontic treatment. And I've published on this and I've written articles on this and I've lectured on this for decades now, but it's always been just part of a bigger picture. Today, I'm just focusing this podcast on the importance of this imaging technique and the this, 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 this information you get. It's called a DICOM file, D I C O M. the information you get from this file, and is 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 just unique and for your dental surgeon, your oral surgeon, your dentist to take out a tooth, to initiate complex orthodontic treatment, to do surgery, to place implants, to do complex root canal treatments, to decide whether tooth should be extracted or saved, or you know, if he thinks that a complex root canal was successful just because pain went away and a two-dimensional image looks kind of better. You need to see that third dimension. So demand 3D CBCT. And if your dentist doesn't have one in his clinic, that's fine. He might not have space for it. I, I don't expect everybody to be able to afford one. But usually any major city, you could find a provider, a third party, that would be able to, uh, to get one of these images for you, a hospital, or so on and so forth. So make sure your dentist prescribes one if they do not have one. And at least get that baseline. And if they don't prescribe this, demand it. It's your, you know, this is your health. It's your body. Um, And make sure you're not doing any complicated dentistry or oral surgery without a 3D CBCT. And when you've finished your treatment, go back and get another one to make sure everything's okay. Uh, You know, and every so on. So, you know, every few years, you might want to take another one, check your sinuses, see if there's no infection in your sinuses, because it also can check... If you have any inflammation or issues in your sinus, and um, again, you know they can they can see if there's any leftover infections around root canal, wisdom teeth, uh, in, implants, bone loss. They can check bone density. It's an amazing technology. These latest versions have amazing software. They can reconstruct in 3D the skull. You can actually even 3D print it it's so accurate you can make surgical guides from it it's just an amazing technology and i'm very sad to see that uh, i think it's only 15% of dentists across the usa are using this technology uh, uh ubiquitously that means that you know a good 85% of dentists in the richest country in the world are still using a two-dimensional x-ray as their major source of diagnosis now these numbers are uh might not be 100% correct, but uh, they were given to me by uh, uh, good groups. And I trust these numbers. And um, even if it's 20 or 30%, it's still not nowhere near 100%. So if you think it's a bit weird to order an Uber and have a donkey and cart appear, which can effectively take you safely to your destination, might take a little longer. uh, You can't argue that it's not transportation. You can't argue that it's unsafe, you can't argue that it's, you know, that it's, you can't, it's, it's good transportation. It's just not what you expect. And it's not what you would expect in, you know, 2022. So um, stay out, stay aware out there. This is a very, very, very advanced technology. It's been around for 20 years now. Every dentist, every oral surgeon on earth knows what it is. And they should most definitely include that in your diagnosis. If you're having serious surgery, or you're having, you know, you've got some systemic symptoms that you can't really figure out what's going on and you want to make sure it's coming from your mouth, a 2D x-ray is not enough. All right. So um, that was the information I wanted to share with you guys. And uh, I hope you use this wisely. And remember, dentists, my colleagues listening to this, if you don't have one, find somebody in your community that has, reach out to them you know, make sure you start using this technology a little bit more, you know, this, we have to be congruent with the science and the technology and you, you know, this is the right thing to do. So make sure you start including this in your treatment planning and your diagnosed and your diagnostics and do the right thing by your patients. Okay. All right. So that's the message that I had for you guys today. And, uh, I will be posting something again soon. Short, sweet message on the importance of 3D CBCT. All right, guys. Uh, See you soon and thank you for listening. Bye.